This is Seven Sports. Hello, good morning, welcome along to Buddies for Breakfast live here on Seven Sport. We're a little bit later than we usually are. Uh, I can explain. We've uh, we've only got the two de- two guests today. I had a late night in uh, Chipping Sodbury away with Long Evans last night, so I thought just give myself that extra fifteen minutes. Um, struggled to to book a third guest just with the the lack of time I had free to to try and book it. So yeah, we uh, we, we'll start a little bit later, but we're here. We're here. It's November. November means two things. It's my birthday next week. And it also means it's nearly Christmas. So, you know, it also actually means three things. The third thing is, it's a little bit colder now when we go and watch the football. Very, very cold last night in Chipping Sodbury. Um, it's going to be another cold one. It's been a bit of a, a damp morning in Gloucester. Um, expected to, to well, I say brighten up, clear up a little bit for the afternoon and then this evening um, going into tomorrow again. Supposed to be a bit of a, a cold and damp one. So we've uh, seen a couple of games over the last week or so called off, full victim, full foul of the weather. So expect that to trickle through um, over the course of the next couple of weeks, as it always does in the county. Games do fall foul uh, to the weather. In some cases more easily than others. But uh, keep an eye on 7 um for all of the fixtures and for all of the postponements. We expect the weather to be a bit worse later on in the month. Um, so that will be when you see more and more postponements on a Saturday. But as ever on the programme, we will run through the fixtures in just a second. But what have we got coming up today on the show? I hear you ask. Well, we've got two guests, two great guests join us on the programme. The first one, um, which joins us about nine o'clock, is Red Falcon Club uh, women's player Harriet Hoare. So she joins us on the programme to talk about the club. And admittedly, maybe a bit of ignorance on my own part. Can even tell you where they're based. Can even tell you where they are on the map, what a catchment area is, and that's a little bit of delib- deliberate from me because we're going to learn. We're going to learn together, you and I. We're going to learn about the Red Falcon Club, learn about the the lady side that are impressing this season in Division Two of the Gloucester County Women's Football League. So hopefully Harriet can uh, can teach us. Class will be in session at nine o'clock. Here on Base for Breakfast and at quarter past nine, yesterday's birthday boy, Slimbridge winger Marley Thomas, joins us on the programme. Don't want to embarrass him before we uh, get him on in about half an hour's time. I've already had a phone call with him. Maybe maybe a little bit of nerves from him. Ask him, what are you going to ask me, buddy? What are you going to talk about? What, are you gonna, you know, what questions can I expect? I've wanted Marley Thomas on the programme for a while. For years, actually. I remember asking him a couple of years ago, but our, our diaries didn't sync up. And it's been a, been a long time coming. Marley Thomas on the programme at quarter past nine. Slimbridge have a massive game today uh, in the Southern League against Limington. Limington, who are bottom of the league. Slimbridge can really put in a bit of breathing space. Obviously, it's very early still in the Southern League. They think they've only played 11 games in total um, in the league. But in equal measure... You know, you don't want to get drawn into a relegation battle or, you know, any points you can, you know, pick up against the sides in and around you of the league at any point are always going to be good ones. So Slimbridge have a big game today and Marley will talk us through it. So, as I said, the fixtures on the website, sevensport.co.uk. Um, there's a big big day, really. We, we'll include the League One sides in the fixtures as we always do. Um, and that is because they're both against 
unbelievable non-league opposition in the FA Cup. The magic of the FA Cup is alive and kicking within the Gloucestershire sides. South Shields versus Forest Green Rovers, that is a 12 o'clock kickoff. I'm pretty sure the Forest Green Rovers fans left this morning at 4 o'clock. I saw one uh, tweet saying they were getting ready for a 4 o'clock departure. Um, Cheltenham Town, they host Alva Church. I mean, I'm a little bit surprised that one wasn't picked for telly, but then in equal measure, if it was at Alva Church, it would be on the telly. Uh, in the National League North, it's Spennymoor Town versus Gloucester City. Gloucester, who have got an injury list the, the length of my arm and my big wingspan. They uh, head up to Spennymoor. That'll be a tough one for them. But Stephen King's side playing a different breed of football and are still in good form, despite defeat last time out. In the Southern League, as I said, Slimbridge have got a big game against Limington, but it is also AFC Totten versus East Jim United. Bishops Cleeve host Hamworthy United and Willen Rovers against Cinderford Town. Cinderford also looking to try and build up as many points as possible, just to put a bit of breathing space in between them and the teams around them. Obviously, they know that two of the sides in that um, bottom bracket of the league play each other at Thornhill Park. So if Cinderford can get a win... You know, one of the sides are guaranteed to drop points at Fornhill Park at the end of the day. So it could be a good day for Alex Sykes' men. In the Central Division, Sirencester Town host Kempston Rovers. In the Hellenic League, last night, as I said, Chip and Sodbury versus Long Levens. Sodbury ran out 3-2 winners. Uh, Shrivenham beat Brimpton and Frupp four goals to three. That was also a Friday night game. Um, this afternoon, Corsham Town against Lydney. And Mangotsfield United versus Tuffley Rovers. Uh, in Hellenic Div 1, uh, Midland United played Sirencester Town Development last night. Being completely honest, I don't know what the score was in that one. Uh, Milton being top of the league, I imagine, won it. Bolton Rovers versus Shortwood United. Cheltenham Saracens versus Long Crendon. Morton Rangers versus Clanfield. And Newent Town versus FC Stratford. In the Hellenic League uh, Challenge Cup, which admittedly, when I first did the fixture list, I missed out. Did not see on the Hellenic list this game, but it was sent to me at a later time. Stonehouse Town versus Letcombe. That is in the Challenge Cup. There are games in the Division 2 West and Division 2 South, the Reserve Leagues. Um, but the, the focus for us today is the County League. You know, we don't do the County League an awful lot. The County League and the Southern League, by my own, own admission on this programme, are leagues that we kind of neglect a little bit. And... and uh, well, I don't do it on purpose. It's, it's no, it's not a conscious decision to do it. But we will be in the county league today. The fixtures are as follows: Broadwell versus Stoke Gifford, Frampton versus Rudin Hill. Our featured game is Gala Wilton versus Hardwick, an all Gloucester derby. Uh, Little Stoke versus Cheltenham Civil Service, Patchway Town versus Rockleys Rangers, Quedgley versus Bromley Heath, and it is Sharpness versus Henbury. Uh, that is also uh, worth noting, if you are going to look to go to the County League as well, it's the first weekend that they have 2 o'clock kickoffs. so you'll want to check with the teams, um, just to make sure, but it is on the website, the FA Full-Time website, it is 2 o'clock kickoffs across the board. Uh, same, as, well, same as the Northern Senior League, which started their 2 o'clock kickoffs last week. Um, their games are as follows, Barclay Town versus Abbey Mead Rovers, Brockworth versus Smith Barometrics, Charlton Rovers versus Cheltenham Athletic, Dursley versus Stonehouse Town Reserves, English Bickner versus Long Levens Reserves, 
FC Lakeside versus Breeden, Lydney Town Reserves versus Chalford, and Wollaston versus Charfield in Division 2. Uh, again, 2 o'clock kickoffs. Civil Service Reserves versus Frampton Reserves, Chesterton versus Broadwell Reserves, Harrow Hill versus Tewkesbury, uh, King Stanley versus Barmage United, Mushet and Colway versus Bybury, Staunton and Course versus Leonard Stanley, and Treadworth Tigers versus Viney St. Swivens. 7 UK for all of the fixtures in and around the county this afternoon. Go and check them out. And if you're also looking for action tomorrow, there are plenty of games happening in the Gloucester County Women's Football League. Those fixtures are on the website as well. Um, it was Cup Week last week, the Gordon Perrett League Cup. Back to league action this week again. These are all two o'clock kickoffs tomorrow afternoon in Division One. Bitten Ladies host Gloucester City Women. That'll be a big test for Chris Hill's side. Uh, Bristol Rovers Women Development versus Longwell Green. Cheltenham Saracens versus Bristol and West. And Dursley Town versus Bishops Cleave. In Division Two is AK Bocco Ladies Reserves versus City of Gloucester. Bradley Stoke versus Cheltenham Civil Service. Long Levens Ladies versus Red Falcon Club Ladies. As we said, Harriet will be on the programme in about... Oh, what time is it? In about seven minutes' time um, to talk us through that one. Um, that'll be a tough game. Red Falcon Club have started well in Long Levens. Just finding a little bit of form. They've recruited a couple of new players in recent weeks. And uh, saw them against Dursley last weekend. Very, very good. Uh, Whitchurch Ladies versus Gloucester City Development. And in Division 3, it's Ashton Keynes Youth versus Southmead Community Sport, Bristol Ladies Union versus Andoversford, Kingswood versus SGS Olverston United Women Reserves, Mitchell Dean Ladies versus Downend Flyers A, and it's Winchcombe Town versus Stoke Lane Athletic. So, as you said, plenty going on, plenty happening in and around the county over the next couple of days. As it's bonfire weekend, so availability might not be there for every side, you know, having to spend it with the family. Christmas market is open now in uh, Gloucester in particular, so the excuses are going to start coming in. Interesting to see what happens. And there'll be people listening to this, there'll be managers listening to this. They've already had that first text. Oh, I can't make, I can't play this, I can't play this weekend. Gotta go here, gotta go there, gotta do this, gotta do that. And it's a busy time. It is a busy time, um, the November and December um, rush, as it were, where where everyone is going out and about trying to get themselves ready for Christmas. And, and you know, sometimes the, the family, um, I almost said needs, the family's uh, priorities just take that little bit of a precedent. So you, you kind of understand it. You kind of get it. But 7 Sport UK for all of the latest um, goings on in regards to the fixtures. You can also go on 7 Sport UK to see the latest team of the month, team of the month for November, uh, November for October, sorry. That is up there. And also the shortlist for the Athlete Sport Player of the Month as well, 7 Sport UK for everything. And a reminder as well, we haven't, I mean, we've, we've nearly done 15 minutes of the programme. And we haven't given a shout out to the sponsor, Seven Sparks. Matt Yates, the Seven Sport founder and originator, he's now uh, an electrician and a very good one as well. He is a, a lovely man, charges affordable prices, and he does a good job as well, especially with the electric vehicle charger ports. As we've said um, every week, we always say it, you know, he is the go to man for those. So, Seven Sparks, 
checking him out, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and on his own website as well. He's doing a great job, and we are happy to have him as our sponsor. Right, time to look at getting the first guest on. Time to also just have a drink of water, get ourselves ready, grab a notepad, grab a pen. That goes for you at home as well. When we come back after this song, we'll get Harry on the phone and we'll learn a bit together about Red Falcon Club. Um, Picking a song at random, this is going to be Fats and Small Turn Around. When we come back, Harriet will be on the phone and we'll learn what what, what Red Falcon Club ladies is all about as a team, where they're based, how they're getting on, what can we expect from them this weekend at Long Levens. Good morning, Harriet. Live on Seven Sport. How are you this morning? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm all good, thanks. First things first. Uh, in the the DMs when I was setting up someone coming on the program, it was Harriet. Then on the uh, the, the messages, it was Harry. And then I've sent a tweet saying Hazard, which is the preference here. I mean, most most people call me Harry, but you can call me whatever you like. Okay. So Bill. Okay, then. Harry. So. Learning a bit about uh, Red Falcons Club, that's what we want to do this morning. Um, first and foremost, your story with the club. How long have you played? How long have you been there? Yeah, so the, the club was formed in, I think, around 2017, but it was formed with the youth, youth section. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the women's section started in 2020. Um, and that's when I started playing for them. Um, the, the chairman of the club, Ben, he approached a league that I was playing in, the Bristol Women's Football Casual League, which is a seven-a-side casual league, um, and they were looking to start up a senior section, a women's section. So they approached us, and we've got at the time we had about three hundred players who weren't necessarily playing eleven-a-side wow. football, um, and yeah, and they approached, and so we combined that people who were interested in playing eleven-a-side from all the different teams. Um, went along to their first training session with the Red Falcons, and that's how the, the women's section was formed. Had you thought about playing 11-a-side football before that approach? Um, I had done. I had played 11-a-side, but, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, not, I'd never really settled in an 11-a-side team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, it, you know, it's quite a huge commitment playing 11-a-side, and I think you need to be in the right team to commit to playing weekly, um, you know, have the right people around you, people that you want to spend your Sunday afternoon with. Of course. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And how's it been? Since obviously the club's formed, since you've joined it, what's the atmosphere like and, and how, how well has the team sort of grown together? Yeah, I mean, it's been brilliant. Um, the, the team, the coaches, the manager, you know, they've got this brilliant ethos for the club where, um, you know, it's not just about winning football. It's about mostly about enjoying your game, like enjoying the game. Um, and that's, you know, that, that, that appealed, I think, a lot to the players that came from the casual league because that's what the the casual league is about it's about enjoying football and it playing in a supportive environment um and the club is you know has that ethos as well and it's yeah i mean it's been brilliant for a lot of players i think who have may have played 11 aside before but never really found the right team to play with um and this one is much more supportive and um and encouraging and everyone gets you know they try and make sure that everyone gets a good amount mm-hmm. of game time um which i think just builds the the, you know um, the club, uh, the, the kind of how the club forms and mm-hmm. how the interactions that people have, and um, yeah, it's just a nice vibe. Um, we had a great first season um, where we 
won all our games apart from our last game, which uh, was a, with the title decider, um, got promoted into the second division. Um, didn't have a great le- uh, season in the league last mm-hmm. season, but we did do well in the cups. We got into the semi-final, two uh, semi-final of both cups, so we did well outside of the league. And how have um, you found this it this season? season? Uh, yeah, it's been great. I mean, I'm actually currently injured, so I can't take credit for any any of the work that's been done. What injuries do you season. have? What injury have you got? Uh, I've got a couple of meniscus tears um, oh. at the moment, so yeah, so just uh, nursing them them back. Um, hopefully, hoping to be able to get back at some point this season, but it's kind of a bit of a suck it and see. You just, just dropped that um, in like it was like a cut, or just like a really <laughs> minor injury there, and then. Yeah, well, I've, I've, done, I've had two ACL injuries, so to me, the meniscus is, is feels a bit more minor than having to uh, have an ACL reconstruction again. Well, so, I'm glad um, they yeah. sent me the player who's the hardest, the hardest nails <laughs> player onto the programme. That's what we wanted. I'm not sure as hard as nails. I mean, I'm the one that can fall, falls apart, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, obviously, with the, the, the club and the name of the Red Falcon Club, someone like myself, geographically... Where are you based? Where are you situated? What's the catchment area of the club like? So the um, so the club's based in Canesham, um, and we in the summer we train at Somerdale Pavilions, um, and I, I mean the club's open to any anyone in the Bristol area really. Um, we've got lots of players, main, mainly from Bristol, that have come from the, the Casual League. So um, yeah, so that's mainly where people come from. And what 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 sort of um, recruitment has gone on over the summer? I mean, has there been much recruitment this summer at all? Um, we have. We've recruited a couple of new players. We've had a player return from um, being away last season, playing for a different team. Um, and yeah, and it, it's been great. We had a great pre-season. Um, I think that what is also kind of testament to the club is that we retain players. Mm-hmm. We haven't lost any players this season from last season. Um, which is really good um, and it just helps build the team stronger and we know how to play with each other and the new people that we signed on this year have been a massive asset um, and they've come from um, teams in the casual league as well so the players, a lot of the players already knew them before they started playing which I think massively helps the bonding as a team as well. You mentioned the bonding as a team. That was that was going to be my next question. Obviously, we talked a bit there about what it's been like on the pitch. What, what's it like off the pitch with this team? Obviously, being a a pretty new team, potentially chance of you know different people being thrown together and and looking to to you know form that sort of bond. How easy has it been to to unite together? Um, well, I think when we formed, it was just after um, the you know the first lockdown. So football was one of the only things. You- do as a big group um, and it was and it was actually just nice to see people yeah so I think in, in when we first formed like that it was everyone was just so excited to be around people and and that made it easy for people you know people to bond and and get on and and have have social time with each other and I think that's been key to to the club as well doing like well in the league is that we get on as you know we're mates and we enjoy having social time together as well as as well as playing on the football pitch. Who's got the best banter? Who's the, the joker of the team? <laughs> there's, there's too many. There's too many. I can't keep up. They're, they're too quick for me. Um, yeah, there's, there's quite a few who've got a lot of banter. <laughs> Good. Um, so, obviously, with the, the team as well, you know, we've seen and, and spoken to a lot of sides, um, particularly in Division 2. You know, everyone's sort of saying to us that the teams that 
most impressive or the ones that are standing out, uh, AK Bocco, um, obviously being a, a new team into the league, um, and it's yourselves. You know, as a as a club, how how good is it to have a reputation like that that people you know look forward to playing Red Falcon Club, not just for the fact that it's going to be a good test and a good game. Um, but you know they're looking forward to to playing you and and you know just just seeing you, I suppose. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a massive compliment. Obviously, I mean that's it's it's nice that people. I mean we've got a target on our back. We're undefeated so mm-hmm. far this season, so we know that you know people want to come to like play us and beat us. Um, but you know we we just play our game. Um, like I said before, it's about enjoyment and. Um, and winning is a bonus. Um, I mean, we're all competitive and we want to win, but um, it's it's more about you know having fun on a Sunday afternoon. Like we're not giving up our afternoon to, to shout at each other and give each other grief. We're giving up our afternoon to have a good laugh, play you know competitive football, play some nice football uh, with our mates on the football pitch. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's nice that teams saying that we're the team to be but it's a long you know they've got a long way to go in the season um and we know that every game is going to be a tough game um you know particularly as we come into the winter months and the pitch conditions and stuff change a lot as well so um yeah we're not not um going to be arrogant about our abilities we we know we're a good team we can play well but we want to enjoy it mostly and then this weekend you you head into Long Levens, obviously a side that have come down from Division One. Um, you know their results this season have been, you know, lost a couple, but have also won a couple as well. Um, recruited a couple of players recently. You know what kind of game are you expecting this weekend? Uh, I think it will be a pretty tough game. Um, looking at the cup results last week, um, they beat Bursley, who are second in the top division, three um, 0 So that's a sign that. You know that they're, they they're improving, um, and I'm sure um, it will be a tough tough game for us tomorrow. And then coming back to to a point that you made about um, you know getting to the cup semi finals um, last season, you've obviously been there since the the beginning. Have there been any particular games that stand out for you as you know very memorable or, or you know a high point so far? Um, I, I I didn't actually play in this game but last season we met Dursley um, four times they knocked us out of both cups we met them in the semi-final in both cups and, um, the, I think the first one we lost 2-1 and the second one went to penalties and we, and we lost that just um, in sudden death and penalties um, and then we met them for our, like in the second from last game season and uh, and we won it so I think that that was you know for the team that was a really big win because mm-hmm. we've been working for that win all season um, and then another one that springs to mind was the beginning of last season um, we had a Bristol Rovers development team I think we were all quite nervous about playing them um, because they were top of the table and they've got a lot of prestigious you know they're a prestigious team um, and then um, we I think we surprised ourselves by beating them I think it was 2-1 in the end and mm-hmm. um, I think a massive driver for that game was that we had the youth section down along to watch um, to watch us and and kind of support us, which I think drove us, gave us the kind of drive that we needed to win that game. And how close are you as a, a first team there to to the youth section? Obviously, with the the conveyor belt of of talent looking to to come through, is it important to to you know have a good relationship with the youth section? Yeah, definitely. Um, the club actively like encourage um, interaction between the youth section and. Um, 
and two two of our players in the senior section are actually uh, actually coached the Wildcats, um, which is the girls girls that play between five and you know five and eleven, age five and eleven. Um, so I mean that's really important. I think to you know it's it's not just we don't want to be separate. We want to be like a whole family, mm-hmm. and and we want to bring each other up rather than, you know rather than be separate from each other. And what's the, the the targets, the aims, the ambitions for the rest of the season? Obviously, you mentioned that um, as it currently stands, you're probably a side that have got a bit of a bullseye on you. Um, you know, yeah. what, what 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 would your targets be as a team and potentially yourself individually um, going ahead to to the rest of the season? I mean, I think the club would love love us to win the league. I mean, that's an ambition um, that we, we got promoted. Um, from the first, uh, third division, but we didn't win the league. We haven't, you know, we got did well in the cups last season, but we didn't get to a final. Um, I mean, I think our focus will probably be more on the league this this season, given where we are at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, securing promotion into the first division would be amazing, considering we've only been playing for like this is our, our third season, so that would be amazing. And then, and then yourself, obviously, what's the the ETA for for your comeback. Um, I I'm honestly don't know. I mean, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, I, I'd like to be back after Christmas, but um, it's an injury which I'm um, rehabbing conservatively at the moment with physio. But mm-hmm. it might be the case that I need surgery to have it fixed if um, if that doesn't work out. So um, yeah, and that could could be could be a while given waiting lists and stuff. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, my aim is just to get back on the football pitch, whether it's training or or playing. Um, but like either way, I'll be be on the sidelines cheering along the the team throughout the season. If all the stars align, it could be the comeback to, yeah. to you know the, the catalyst <laughs> to win the league, like Eric Cantona, well, Man yeah. United in '95. <laughs> Although they're doing they're doing great without me, so maybe I should stop playing. <laughs> well, I mean that goes without saying. You know, you take you out of the team, they're top of the league. Well, towards yeah, the top yeah. of the league, you know, come on. <laughs> Um, but Harriet, thank you very much for joining us on the programme, giving us a bit of a, an me. education and, and rundown in regards to Red Falcon Club. Good luck this weekend against Long Levens. Thanks and, very much. And hopefully you, uh, you cheer them on to success for the rest of the season. Brilliant. Thanks very much for having us. There we go. Harriet Hall there joining us on the programme, Red Falcon Club. They're away at Long Levens tomorrow afternoon. That is at Innsworth Playing Fields. Go and check it out. It's set to be a, a cracker, a bit of a, dare I say, a bit of fireworks on Bonfire Weekend. Now, during that call, Marley Thomas texted me to say, give me a two-minute warning before you call me. I've sent him a text message approximately one minute ago. So, when that ticks over to the second minute, he's had his warning. And I know Slimbridge are big on their fines. They're big on, um, you know, making sure that everyone's in order. You know, don't embarrass the club. It's ticked over to two minutes. Surely, Tom Deakin, if he's listening, he'll know if Marley Thomas doesn't answer this phone call, there has to be a fine. Has to be. I'm pleading to the likes of Myron Turner, fan of Seven Sport, friend of Seven Sport. It's got to be done. Some sort of video evidence of Marley Thomas down in a pint for doing it. He's answered Marley Thomas live on Seven Sport. The two-minute warning has worked. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, good. Really good. You okay? Yeah, all good. First things first. Happy birthday for yesterday, mate. How was it? Yeah, nice day, nice day. It was good. You're very quiet, mate. Why are you a bit muffled? What's going on? 
Oh, I don't know. Sorry. Is that any better? That is much better. How did you celebrate? Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just spent the day with the family. Really nice day. Went into Bristol. Uh, got some food. Chilled out. So, yeah, it was a nice day. So I was thinking about this morning. How old are you now? Twenty-eight, mate. Getting old. Twenty-eight. That's crazy. Because it feels like yesterday, the first time I saw you, and I thought, why has Slimbridge got like a 15-year-old kid on the pitch? Yeah, yeah I, know, I know, I know, I know. Dominating games, mate. Um, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about the season so far? Uh, good, good. You know, we've we've had a bit of a slow start, um, but I'm confident that we will come through and we'll be up there, I think. Because obviously now being 28 years old, with that... Um, Slimbridge side that you've got and some particularly the forward players yeah. you're, you're almost like the dad of the group yeah how, yeah, has, that happened? To, how has that happened mate I know I know you take out Prichter and Myron like a couple of games we've had our average age was like 19 or 20 you how, know how different is that for you because obviously you, you've been usually one of the, the younger ones because when you first came through you had the likes of Twyman Adam Mace, Ollie yeah, Hall, yeah, yeah. Kieran Squires, who, who you know, yeah. sometimes don't act their age, but a little bit older. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, it, it's good though. I, I like it. Um, the, the the lads we've got are, are superb. You know, the young ones, Toby, Jake, Eve. You know, they're they're going to go. They're going to go far in their careers for sure. Do you find that you do you have to give them advice at all, or do they talk to you much? Um, try, try to, yeah, try to. Um, I think that's what we're lacking a little bit this season. There's a bit of experience. Mm. Um, you know, we've we've been we've been one nil up against Sindford in the ninetieth minute and end up losing losing three points. We lost two one and Wimborne prime example, we've got three minutes left, just see the game out, three one up and we end up dropping two points. And you know, if if we see them games out we're five more points with mid table. You know, we're in a we're that, in a good that, spot. That seems to be the consensus I get with with clubs like uh Slimbridge at the moment. It seems to be yeah. uh you know, the calling card of a lot of sides in the county at the moment, that performances have been there, um, just the results yeah. haven't been coming. You know, how frustrating is that for, for the players? Yeah, it is, it is. It's, uh, you know, we, we, when, when, when we go away, we're, we're spot on and we play at home, we just can't, can't get a result. Um, you know, we, we, we turn it on against the big teams and we, we struggle against the teams that are in and around us and that's what we've done for, for years and years and years, you know. We we don't struggle against the top teams. It's the ones that are in and around us where we can't seem to kick on and get results. And how important does that make today? Then obviously you're playing a side who who are currently bottom of the league. You know, can move yeah. to within a couple yeah. of points of you if they were to win today. And it just sort of constantinas up the the bottom six or seven if they were to win. You know, how important is it that the, the boys do produce a good performance and get the result today? Yeah, it's massive. It's massive. Over the last like few weeks we've had some hard games you know in the last six weeks and the, the next five or six games now we've got teams in and around us you know but it, it all depends how we turn up if we turn up how we did against Wimborne I've got no doubt today that we'll, we'll win comfortably you know game, game done by half time but again it, it, it depends how we turn up What's the the manager said to, to you boys this week in regards to the game? Um, we, we worked on things on training like the management is spot on, really. They they do their homework. They know what we're coming up against. On Thursdays, we 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 sort of practice what we're going to be coming up against, and we had a good session Thursday. And yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident that, that that we'll get a result today. Can you give us any inkling? Do you know if you're starting the game? Do you get a birthday ninety minutes? Uh, no, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm starting. No, nobody knows. We we get an email uh, early doors any time now, really. But 
I'd like, I'd like to think I'd be starting, but who knows? What sort of impact do you think he could have on a game like this today? Um, well, yeah, it's, I don't know really, you know, a big impact, I hope. Because <laughs> um, you know? obviously... You know, I've, I've wanted to have you on the program for for a while, to be fair, mate. And you know, you were at Slimbridge. You've ended up going to to Eastham, I remember, but you're back at Slimbridge yeah. again. You know, what does this club mean to you? Oh, it's massive. You know, like the people behind the scenes, like everyone buys into the club. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Slimbridge is is just uh, it's hard to explain. Though, like everyone, every, everyone's in it together. There's no there's no individuals. We're we're all a team. We we fight together. We win together. We lose together. You know, it's and if you speak to anybody that's played for Slimbridge, they they won't have a bad word to say about the club. That's what I was about to say. Obviously, everyone that we've ever interviewed that have played for Slimbridge before has only ever mm-hmm. spoke about the club in, in the highest regard. What what is it do you think that makes it so special? Uh, the people behind the scenes, for sure. You know, the people that make the club, uh, Barry, Colin, Lena. You know, the, the the work and the effort they put in. We we wouldn't have the club if it wasn't for them. Johnny Mack as well. You know, there's, 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 count, there's countless people the that, that put that put um, so much time into it. What's your ambition? What, what's, what's your ambitions with with the club? Obviously, you're hitting 28 now. Um, you know, potentially still going to have a few years left in the tank anyway. Um, yeah. What would you like to achieve at Slimbridge? There's no reason whatsoever. You know, the league at the moment's all over the shop. Everyone's beating everyone. Nobody, no, no one's going to run away with it. And there's no reason why we can't get playoffs. I, I, I think again, if we turn up like we do against the teams, Wimborne. And and the teams at the top. If we do that week in week out, we'll, we'll be up there for sure. Um, I'm, I'm I'm confident in that. And how are you getting ready for the game today, mate? What, what's what's the plan this morning? Talk me through uh, Amari Thomas morning. Yeah, up at about half, half three, four o'clock. Litlum, um, telling me to go downstairs. So <laughs> I'll I'll have a little nap before uh, before before we meet. Get some food, pre-match, turn up, get the boys up for it, and. Rock and roll. You bag pack the night before, kind of guy. Hey. Do you pack your bag the night before? Uh, no, no, no. I'm a last minute guy. I'm a night oh, man. Marley, what's yeah. wrong with you, man? I'm at the door where my socks are and where my shin pads are. God. The, sure. This, this organisation, that can only be the calling card of someone that played for Slimbridge under Freddie Ward. It has to be the calling card there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Freddie's a legend. Now, Slimbridge legend. <laughs> now, obviously, with. Uh, with the way that the the show was booked this week, I messaged Tom Deacon, said, "Get me yeah. a volunteer." Yeah. If you've stepped to the, up to the plate, I've had a yeah, message. Yeah, the, la- the, la- the lads bullied me into it. I, I hate this sort of thing. I was going to say, mate, you don't seem you don't seem very comfortable. You know, I've played Call of Duty with you, and we've spoken yeah. on the mic similar to this, where we're not looking at each other or anything like that. Sure. And the conversation yeah. flowed a little bit better. You're a little bit more relaxed on the Xbox, but mm-hmm. um, I, I had a message. To, I mean, I didn't want to do you like this. All right, I want to make this crystal clear. This isn't from me. Oh, you know the respect I have for you, mate. But yeah. apparently, you look like Warren Mann. Yeah, that's that's shutty. Every time I see shutty, he just kills me. He was uh, there. It's a work. In, there, it's, it's a work. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. So I'll get better. But yeah, sh- shutty. Every time he sees me, persists to uh, tell me I look like Warren Mann. And, I do look slightly pregnant at the moment, but it's a work in progress. Uh, and as you know, Warren Mann was in the team of the month last month. Yeah, he's playing at a high stand. He's playing at a high high level, mate. So you know, I'd take it as a compliment in some respect. 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I, I'd rather have Warren Man at, at fullback than Shetty, but... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I enjoyed Shetty um, turning up to watch Chip and Sodbury versus Long Levens yesterday, ahead of his 90 minutes on the yeah. bench today, probably. Yeah, no, no, he'd, he'd be starting. He'd be starting, definitely. That's, uh, Spears, that, that's Spearsy's little, um, little bit on the side. <laughs> because I was going to say, surely... You know the way I've seen Joe Shirt play at fullback. I've seen him play at wing, and yeah. there there are elements of his game that's sort of similar to to you. When when you first when we first saw you, obviously very very quick, direct with his uh, forward play. Do you see a bit of him in you? Um, or a bit of you and him, I should say. No, I find that offensive actually, right? <laughs> I, find that offensive, I told actually. you I, did, I didn't want to do you like that. I, I, I do uh, apologise. Come come up to uh, training on Thursday and shut shut. He's like prime 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 R nine. He's he's the best player on the, on the pitch by country mile. Yeah, but if he, does, uh, if he doesn't do it on the pitch on, in in the game, it's all well and good doing it in training, uh, mate. Right, this is what I'm saying. Right, this is what I'm saying. You don't need to do it in training, mate. You do it on the pitch. I've seen you do it. Of course, appreciate that. You know, this is at times. At times. <laughs> I mean, we can all learn from Myron Turner. That's just life fact. I imagine yeah. that I've seen that guy in training. Yeah. Seen him on do it on the pitch as well. You know, he's the consummate professional. Yeah. No, he's a Myron's like the the most professional guy you'll ever meet, you know, and when when he's not on the pitch, he's one of them when 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 you're playing with him, like you don't really notice him, but as soon mm. as he's off the pitch and we're getting ram ragged, we're like what's going on because Myron's not in the middle of the field, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, what you're saying to me, he's the best. But, he's the best player in the county. That's that's what you're saying to me there. Yeah, no, he's a legend, <laughs> and and we we sure miss him when he's not on the pitch. We we know when he's not on the pitch. Well, to be fair, you probably don't know when he's on the pitch. He's that quiet. Yeah, no, he's good. He's our skipper. He's a leader. He's a good guy. Also, mate, before we end it, you said you're going to get some pre-match food. I'm going to drop you in it now. What's the the pre-match food? What's the what's on the menu for you? Um, I, I mix it up all the time, like. I've had, I, I, I'm like really, um, what, what's the word, like, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm like, if I, if I do something and I score a hat-trick, I make sure I do it the next Superstitious. time. Superstitious. Yes, that's, that's the word I'm looking for. So, like a couple of weeks ago, I prepared badly for the game and I played brilliant. And then against Totten, I had 12 hours sleep, proper pre-match, done everything right and I was terrible. Too relaxed, so like, mate. You had too much sleep and your body was too relaxed. I can tell you that instantly. Exactly. 12 hours is, a, is too long to sleep. Mm. My, some of my best games on a Friday night have had a couple of beers. Woke up in the morning and had a bacon bacon sandwich, which is terrible. And then turn up and I'm on fire. Well, you know, and then I'll prepare properly. have beans on toast, 12 hours sleep, turn up and I'm terrible. But if you score a hat-trick today, does that mean you have to come on the next programme? Uh, if, I, if I score a hat-trick today... Christ, I'll give you a thousand to one, I reckon. I thought you were going to say you're going to give me a thousand quid. I was like, Christ, it's my birthday next week. That'll be a great present. Yeah, a thousand to one. No, no I, I fancy a goal today. Uh, well, in the, in the 7-7s, in the I've put Slimbridge to win. So, you know, I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, 2-1. I'm a bit disappointed with that, right? 2-1. Wow. You know, if Shetty's playing wing-back, defensively, you're not going to be sound, are you? You know, I don't know if you're going to start. You know, if I was given a starting lineup, and it's got my Thomas eleven. Talk, yeah. talk that to four 0 mate. Yeah, no, I'm confident. I'm confident. I think we'll be done by half time. <laughs> I've called it. 
clip this up for next week. And Mario Thomas, thank you very much, mate, for joining us on the programme. Um, much appreciated. I'll, I'll be more confident next time. I was going to say, I do appreciate, obviously, it's out of your comfort zone. So thank you for stepping up to the plate. No problem. And, uh, you know, I think it's uh, a bit of a wake-up call for the rest of Slimbridge boys that, you know, a couple of them rejected interviews early on in the season. I've, I've made that clear. Yeah. So, you know, fines need to be adjusted accordingly. Yeah, I, and I, I got bullied into it. This isn't my kind of thing. Well, you're just stepping up to the plate and, and being a, a proper role model for the team. And uh, I expect you to start the game today. If not, then uh, I think Tom Deacon's going to get a very strongly worded text message from me. Hey, we'll, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. <laughs> Marley, take care. Thank yeah. you very much for joining us on the programme. And good luck this Thanks afternoon. Thanks for your time, Roy. Thank you very much. Marley Thomas there. Join us on the programme. Did not sound like he enjoyed any second of that, to be fair to him. Thank you very much for, for that, Marley. Do appreciate that. Um, I, you know, I do appreciate it. it's not for everybody, these interviews, and especially when we do the show live. Some people prefer me to do the pre-recordings and, and, and you know, just put it uh, into the show later on. So, yeah, much appreciated for Marley doing that. Appreciate as well for Harriet joining us earlier on in the programme to talk about Red Falcon Club as well. They're away to Long Levens Ladies tomorrow. Slimbridge are at home to Limington Town this afternoon. Sevensport.co.uk for all of the latest goings on in and around the county, including the fixtures this weekend. We're out of time for this week. As I said, just a shorter programme this time. There is no programme next weekend. It's my birthday, so for a birthday present, I'm giving myself a morning off. We'll be back for another Betty's for Breakfast on the 19th of November. Hopefully there's not too many games postponed that day. Hopefully there's none postponed today. Our feature game this afternoon... Garner Wilton versus Hardwick in the County League. Follow Seven Sport for all of the updates from two o'clock. Thanks very much for listening. You can listen again on uh, Spotify and on Anchor FM via the website. So check out the website a little bit later on when it's been uploaded. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.